I don't think anybody has this lane like Pusha T. No. They don't have that voice. They don't have that type of wordplay. They don't have that type of delivery. The and the credibility. To, like, to, to you ain't gonna test Pusha T. You're just not. He what he's saying, you believe it. And that's what I think is really important about a rapper like Pusha T. Better hip hop album review, Pusha T. My name is my name. We have another special guest. Georgina, the first lady of Mixtape Madness in London. Look, I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm be 100% honest. The last project of Pusha T that I listened to was Ratha Kane, and I was so disappointed with Ratha Kane. And I really didn't know what to expect on the album at all. I wasn't even really looking forward to it. But goddamn, was I wrong? Was I so wrong? Because this album, I think, is the best project that he's ever put out, in my opinion. This is my favorite Pusha project, hands down. And it starts with the beginning, King Push, because he set the tone for the whole album with that. In, in the hook, he says, I have niggas about trap niggas. I don't yep. sing hooks. I don't sing hooks. He set the tone for the whole project. And he even put himself on the same level in, in aspect of moving weight and all that with Jay-Z. And I, I found that a little clever because everybody always wants to compare it to Jay-Z, the rapper. He's comparing himself to Jay-Z, the dope dealer. You know what I'm saying? The weight mover. So I was like, okay, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but, but off rip, I liked it. And my favorite track, which is Ty, which is Suicide and Nostalgia. Suicide, I'll tackle that first. That is the prime epitome of that clip sound. And when it came on, I'm like, oh man, I love this. This 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 right here is Pusha. And I think for the entire project, he just sounded so comfortable. Like this is his lane. This is his lane. And then the next, my next favorite uh, track on this was um, Nostalgia. And I I liked it. No disrespect to Pusha, I liked it because of Kendrick. Ke man, look, look. There's so many things. Everybody in hip-hop has covered everything. Everybody's already done said, I'm dope, I'm, I'm this, I'm whatever. But it's how you say it. It's how you are different from the pack. And that's what Kendrick did. He told a, a parallel story and basically telling his dad, like, nigga, you not the, I'm going to be your connect because every, every verse I, I drop is a brick. I'm dope, nigga. Golly, yo. Now reap what you sow, nigga. Now reap. Yo, Kendrick is that dude right now. The, the next track I really, really, really fuck with is Snitch. And I watched the interview with Pusha T and how he was explaining how that song came about. One of his homies that he grew up with basically snitched on him and he called him to tell him. Pusha told Pharrell, Pharrell says, man, that's a song. We got, we got to make a song. So he was working on it about two weeks later. He called up, Pusha said, sorry, nigga, I got to come home. He's like, that, 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 that's the hook or trying to come home. Uh, and, and Push was like, yeah, you know, that, 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 that's cool. He's like, you don't get it. That's the acronym for snitch. Boom. And then just, I, I think the third verse on that, just him, like the, the culmination of like, damn, you know, like we did all this shit together and you the one that got the feds coming around. Like I never, like I would have never thought that that would have been you, you know, like, like I just think the album in its entirety was Pusha T's comfort zone. Even the commercial tracks, the one with, with Chris Brown, you know what I'm saying? He just sounded... Yeah, Sweet Serenade, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and if I wouldn't have read that that was Chris Brown, I wouldn't have known that was Chris Brown. You know what I'm saying? Um, could anybody, the way they did his vocals, it could have mm -hmm. been Kanye. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
And I, I, I just, I no, really no. love this project. I really love this project. I think that by far, again, I'm gonna say it again, like this is by far the best Pusha T project ever for me. Georgina, what you what you got? What you think about? Cause I seen you tweet saying that um, I hate when people think that Pusha T is only a uh, a, a rapper that talks about selling dope, right? Yeah, a lot of people assume that just because he is a pope, because he's a pope runner, that he's going to be whack. And, you know, the sort of typical sort of drug dealer rapper. So when, when, when people haven't listened to Pusha, they think, oh, right, he's just a pope rapper, let's just leave it. I don't need to hear that sort of stuff. And I mean, I'm far from a drug dealer, I'm quite a nice middle class person. and. I don't do some drugs, but I still enjoy listening to him because the way that he talks about it is very poetical and the way that he delivers each bar, I think it's just, it's just not what you sort of expect from someone that raps about that. The album itself, I, I really love it. You get the, I mean, the first part is amazing. I think there's six really solid cracks. But then the second half, I like it, but they, he put three terrible songs all next to each other. No regrets featuring Jeezy. Sorry, Jeezy just pisses me off anyway, so I still listen to it, but I thought, oh gosh, no, I don't like this song. And then Let Me Love You with Kelly Rowland, which, I'm oh, sorry, it's just horrific. It is horrific. And he was going to go for a commercial track. He's tried to do it, it seems, but it's just gone terribly wrong. And then um, who I am, who I am with um, two chains of Big Sean, which is just like I don't know, it's probably one of the worst songs I've ever heard of Pushes. And I blame it on two chains and Big Sean. Big Sean in particular was very weak. I don't expect two chains to put out an amazing verse, but I sort of expect something decent from Big Sean. I love Big Sean. So bad. But then luckily you get nostalgia, which saves it, and Pain and Snick, which I don't love as much as people. Seems to love those songs, but well, they're better than the features anyway. What do you think about 40 Acres though? Yeah. Is that the one with Kelly Rowland? No, that's the one with the dream. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it was good. That's the 40 Acres was that. Uh, that's the one with the dream and the. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you can be, yeah. nigga! Isn't that, yeah. isn't that, no, that's, that that's, that's who I am. Who I am. No, 40 Acres is the What's dream that I have. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I liked it. You know, I, I liked it. I got it like it was kind of like stand your ground type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like. You can take whatever you, you want, but leave me with my shit. You know what I'm saying? I think ties in, you know, your whole 40 acres in your yeah. jewel and all that. So I, I, I liked it. You know, the hook was all right. This was a solid project. I think I'm not like super sold on it like FIFO is. I think some of the production didn't really pop a lot. Like, Pusha T, I've always been a fan of Pusha T. Pusha T is a, a good MC. And I think, of course, with his, he was going to still be on a drug you know, coke dealing type of uh, rap. But I think the way his wordplay and his rhyme scheme is, he can still kind of pull it off still. And But I think like the song with Chris Brown, I think the production didn't snap. And then the song that you like, yeah, Snitch. Um, Snitch was a good song, but I just mm. think the production just didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't pop out. But my favorite song on that, besides the Kendrick joint, mm. is Numbers on the Board. I love that shit. Yeah. I had that shit on fucking repeat. I love, I love the production. I'm the 88 MJ. Yeah, man, had the headbutt you, Evelyn. Like, I, you know, I, I thought, I thought that was real clever. That joint. The Rick Ross song could have been. I liked it, but I didn't like Kanye fucking moaning. Okay, so that was Kanye. Yeah, yeah that was Kanye. Okay. Like, what are they, are they, is it dolphin that goes, Yes, like, oh, like, like I, I thought that's right. Like, I, I, I thought that song wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah. 
And then when I heard the joint, let me, what's that, let me love you, was Kelly rolling? I was like, wait a minute, is this Mace? He brought Mace back yeah, for a second. Yeah, I that's like, what I thought too. Oh, he, brought, he brought Mace back. I thought, I was like, oh wow, that's so cool, Mace is Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, okay, he brought Mace, and I'm thinking like, wait a minute, this is not Mace. I'm like, why is he, why he jacked his whole persona on that song? Like, everything about Mace on that shit was, I was like, what in the world? And then, you know what song I thought I wasn't gonna like, but I was like, damn, this shit is hot too, was Pain. Because I think Future wasn't too, like, I'm not really a huge Future fan, but he wasn't too annoying. I thought I thought he he perfected that hook on that song good and Pusha T delivered. hook guy. Yeah, 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 but, but it wasn't. But sometimes when Future when Future does hooks, it'd be like too overbearing. Sometimes yeah. it'd be like, oh damn, Future, shut the fuck up. But I, I didn't get that feel on his on own pain. Yeah, I'm I'm not so like FIFA. I still like Fear of God better, but yeah, this was this was a solid project. Like I said, some of the production just didn't it didn't pop. And I'm glad I'm kind of glad he didn't have Pharrell on here because I, I I got a feeling if he would have had. On the hook. Right, I'm talking about like as far as oh, production, production, as far as production. Sorry. I think if he would have had Pharrell on here, you know, I would have been probably like saying what Mike was saying about Fonte. It, this would have been another clip. It would have been another clip album minus Malice, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm kind of glad he didn't go that route. He kind of went with different production and went over different beats and stuff. Yeah, I wasn't too, too high on this album when I when I first listened to it the first couple of times. It sounded to me like, not that Push didn't necessarily sound comfortable, but it, it sounded like he didn't really almost fit all the way for me. And I think a lot of it probably has to do with the production. Listening to this and taking it in context with it being a mainstream album, it sounded like there was a reach for that mainstream sound. But I'm listening to it, I'm like, I, you know, King Push was dope, Numbers on the Board was dope, you know, Hold On was, was cool and it got better because the production kind of changed up as the song went on. Uh, of course, the Sweet Serenade was, was good and like everybody said, Chris, Chris Brown is on that and it's kind of good because we don't know it's Chris Brown, right? It's, he's not really annoying. Um, but there, there was a part in this album which kind of, which is the middle tracks, right? The three with Jeezy, um, Kelly the Kelly Rowland track, and then of course the Who I Am track. And those kind of three that I think um, she touched on, like they were right there, like back to back to back. And it kind of threw off the album a little bit. It's like, what are you doing? So, yeah, probably could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounded like, you know, he was kind of, and, and that's that's the part where it sounded like he was kind of reaching a little bit. And it's really weird because Pusha with the clips was, you know, he had mainstream success and he was on the radio and doing this, that, and the other. But overall, I think the more and more I listened to it, you know, it, it, it became better and better. I'm, I'm not like FIFA, I'm not blown away. I think it's an okay project. Um, you know, overall, I think the production was kind of hit or miss, you know, here and there. But uh, but overall, I think the songs that are good on this album, like Nostalgia, the first three tracks, well, I think they were really, really good. And then, you know, even Snitch. Snitch, I didn't like at first, but I liked the story. I liked the story that he was telling with that. So when I tuned into the story and how he was telling the story about this boy, I was like, oh, this is kind of dope. This album, I thought, was Shit. Thank you. With the exception of Let Me Love You, which I've already deleted from my iPod. That that track had no business on this album. I don't want to hear no love shit from no Pusha T. I don't want to hear Pusha T next to nobody being sexy. Alright? 
This is felonious music, alright? This is that shit you put on when you're driving through them fucked up parts of Detroit that you don't want to stop your car, alright? This is that hood shit that I've been waiting for Pusha T to do. Wrath of Cain, unlike Ralph, I thought Wrath of Cain was where he finally started to find his sound. Fear of God, I don't think that worked for him because I don't think that he really sounded comfortable with the beats. I thought the production on this album was perfect for Pusha T. This is the sound that he needs. Pusha T needs to get away from those bright light flashy beats because he doesn't sound good over those. He sounds great over these dirty, these grimy, simplistic, almost minimalistic beats. Mm -hmm. And that's where I don't know where in the world you're coming from with this. He's trying to go for a mainstream sound. I don't know what track you got that from besides the Kelly Rowland track. Yeah. Even even Sweet Serenade, I don't even think that was really a, a mainstream sounding track. It just had Chris Brown on the hook. I, I don't think anything on here sounded mainstream. You don't think Jesus, the Jesus song sounded mainstream, like like thrown on a radio mainstream? mainstream? No. I don't think I don't think Pusha T was going for a mainstream sound in any way, shape, or form with this album. I think what Pusha T did was finally stop trying to go for a mainstream sound and say, you know what? This is what Let me do what the fuck I do. Yep. And that's what he did on this album. I think that if Pusha T had been trying to do this from the beginning, it wouldn't have took him three mixtapes to get here. I agree. This album, I think, is fucking great. Yeah, King Push, of course, was dope. Mm -hmm. Who I Am, I thought was pretty good. Nostalgia. I mean, yeah, what the yeah, fuck yeah, do you yeah. say about that? And, I don't, and that was one thing I did want to disagree with you. I don't think Kendrick outshined Pusha. I think it's been a long time since Kendrick was on a track where he didn't just completely demolish everybody. Pusha's verse was he heard, that, he heard that control verse and he was like, okay, I'm, I'm about to be on a song with you. you Guess go. what? I'm about, to, I'm about to do my shit. That shit about if he lies, he lies. If he rides, he rides. Just like Driving Dragon. If he dies, he dies. If he dies, he dies. Come on, man. You cannot tell me that, <laughs> that Pusha's verse was like, subpar. No, I didn't say that. No, 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 no. I didn't say you you like that. No, no, no. I, I said, I said, I said like no disrespect to Pusha because this shit is dope. No, I didn't say that. You didn't say that part. You said no disrespect to push. I only like it because of Kendrick. Okay, well fine. Well, let me clarify then, since since they calling me out. No, Pusha did his thing on it, and that's why I said no disrespect to him. That's the reason why I said that. His shit was dope. Okay. But to me, I just I I I thought Kendrick, you know, saying just brought that shit. And I'm not again no disrespect to Pusha because Pusha brought his shit too. Yeah. But Kendrick, goddamn. I think. Goddamn. I'm sorry. I think it was clever how Kendrick kind of took. The drug dealer aspect of saying how dope, dope he is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's never, what made that so dope. Exactly. I think that's what made that like so clever. Like, and it was damn. a parallel story because by him telling you everything about his dad and his uncle, right? Yeah. Made him being dope as a rapper relevant. And he didn't talk about, you know what I'm saying? It, it was no, a, like, you know what you're so, saying. So at the same time, that's why that should have left him off the track, and the track would have still been yeah, one of the best dope. tracks yeah, on agree. that album. I agree. That's what I'm I saying. Agree. So you clarified, I so I feel you. I, I got you. I, you know, cool. Yeah, it's like it's a difficult one for me because I do really love the first half, and then I sort of feel a bit bittersweet about the second half of the album, and um, simply because you put those three tracks all next to each other, at least you need to skip so you don't have to like a lot of reviews I've seen have said, um, oh, it's so boring because all he does is rap about hope. 
the fact is, is that he's called his album My Name Is The Name. His name is Pushar, who's a quote dealer. He's going to rap about it. And if you don't want to listen to it, listen to like Drake or someone that raps about other boring stuff. So I don't have a problem with the content. And I find it, I do, I find it interesting how he approaches the subject. He's very poetic and he delivers things. And he delivers stars very, uh, yeah, overall, no, overall, I do really like it. I feel a little bit let down at that middle section um, and also snitch because it doesn't end the album how I think the album should end. But everyone else seems to love snitch, so it might, I might need to give it a couple of listens and maybe to kids story But yeah, overall, I do, I do really like it. I'm, I'm, I'm with Mike, man. Um, I thought, I, th I thought that Pusha definitely found his lane with this project because th this is like what I want to hear Pusha on and Mike's right I think he hit the nail on the head with the simplistic type beats I think that's the reason why I, I felt like I could like like this was it brought me back to clips like suicide like that type of beat that was the type of pusher that that, that, that I remember you know what I'm saying I think that the, the production as a whole on this whole project brought that pusher out for me I think snitch I feel where B and uh, Ken are coming from, like like the beat didn't get you, but because but the of the story, story, yeah, the story you know, like I, I don't I don't think you needed that hard of a beat because yeah, the story exactly. was there. That's what grabbed you. Mm, and yeah. sometimes, you know, like Alchemist said, you know, artists pick beats that they don't have to compete with the beat because you need to hear what they're saying. And I feel like that's the reason why he picked the beat for Snitch. I love it. I'm going back to this. I'm listening to this. King Push. Man, like he just set it off. I like when artists name tracks what they are. He came off like I'm, I'm, I'm a king, I'm a god. And then you know, um, I can't remember the name of the song, but um, I, I, I think I get where at least in Push's case where they, were, when they're talking about I'm a god, I'm a king, I'm all this. It's like he said a line where you know I am a, a, a king in this realm of this dope shit, of, of the dope game. So I'm like, well damn, then I, I understand what he's saying, like like he's a god of his lane. Fuck, push he it, is. keep doing this shit nigga, cause I fuck with this. Some of the production on here just didn't pop out for me that much, and I kinda agree with her, yeah, like that, that middle sex, that, the Jeezy Kelly Rowland joint, and who I am, I could've definitely done without them joints, but. Fucking numbers on the boards, man. I, I don't know that shit. That shit right there. I'm surprised y'all ain't even talk about that shit. That fucking song is so yeah, fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. song is so so fucking crazy. But yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a good project. It's a good. I, it's 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 gonna have replay value. But I'm just not like, I'm not so happy like they are. As if the production on this album in spots just was not good for me. And I think the sequencing on this album, um, you know, could have been done a little bit better because of those couple of spots there. But, um, but overall, I mean, you know, it's it's okay. It definitely, you know, gets gets better the more I listen to it. Um, but like, I'm I'm not blown away like Mike and and Ralph by this album. I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he put together the album that he wanted to put together, and I'm happy that he found the sound that he was looking and searching for. And um and he's gonna do well with it. So um, everybody, I mean, definitely go out and, and support the guys. Just not a whack album at all. I'm not saying the album is terrible at all i'm just saying for me it was it was okay when you hear the very first track i rap nigga about trap niggas i'll sing hooks that tells you what you're about to hear in my opinion you're not going to hear radio songs you're not going to hear comfortable happy songs you're going to hear shit about trap niggas 
period. And if you don't want to hear that, like she said, if you don't want to hear that, go listen to something else, but don't complain about the content. Go put on He's, Drake. Go put on Drake, go put on whatever. He's telling you what you're about to listen to. In my opinion, this is the sound that Pusha T has needed this whole time. He was chasing something before and it, it just wasn't working. But this sound, these minimal beats, these simplistic beats, these dark, dirty, grimy beats, that's what Pusha sounds perfect on. I wanna hear every word Pusha says. I wanna hear every inflection Pusha has. That's well, it, man. This album is just, is just done so fucking well. I'm not gonna say it's album of the year like a lot of people are saying, but it's definitely one of the best projects to surface in 2013. And that's my word.